HR After Hours. Well, hello and welcome to HR After Hours, the only HR podcast that'll come over, check in on you in the evening, you know, fluff your pillow, run your bathwater a little, whatever <laughs> you need, because you deserve it. Hannah Hampton, how the hell are you today? Doing great. I'm uh, feeling good. I cannot complain. How about you? I am good. I'm good. Very busy, very busy. New York and New Jersey are crazy busy as we're getting everything open. You know, we could sit here and talk about work all day, not that we're an HR podcast or anything, but tell yeah. me, word on the street is you actually stepped out <laughs> on your stoop recently and, and checked yeah. to make sure that the apocalypse had not occurred. Yes, it was a banner week for me. I'm fully vaccinated at this point and basically jumped back into the world. I had been, you know, for our regular listeners, they know I was uh, taking it very seriously. My whole thought process was I wanted to be part of the solution and not part of the problem. So I stayed in and was hardcore, um, you know, just following protocols to not spread COVID, being fully vaccinated and knowing that the CDC has said, you you know, fully vaxxed folks can, can get back out there. I did some outdoor dining. I um, I just went out and about. I did some shopping. I'm I'm feeling really great. I was feeling very comfortable, and I, and I'm sure people will be laughing like, uh, you know, we've been out there for quite some time or whatever. But my thing was, I I just always wanted to be part of the solution, and I feel like I can look back and say, yeah, I did everything I could to stop the spread of COVID as as you know as a person. So. It felt really great, and I'm really happy to be back out there. I look forward to doing more and more. I actually, my parents are celebrating their 50th wedding anniversary, so that is coming up, and they're having a little party. So uh, Hannah is back. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, two things. A, yeah, it's nice to hear you're back out and about, and B, holy cow, you don't hear about 50-year wedding anniversaries very frequently, so I definitely I'm very, share our congratulations yeah. with your parental so units. They're so happy and all of that. And I, you know, one more note, not on the anniversary thing. I still take my masks places, and if a place requests masking, I will wear it. So please know that Hannah hasn't completely flipped uh, <laughs> to the other side. I certainly am I'm respectful of rules and respectful of people, but certainly um, felt great to be back in the world. Well, there's nothing if we are not subtle. And obviously that was a great transition into yeah. our topic where we don't want to be the HR podcast that talks about COVID all the time, but we right. want to be topical and and look into what are what are our peers discussing? And you came across another great HR Dive article that Love I that think site. kind of will use it as the outline for our conversation. But let's talk about this article. Yeah. So they had an article discussing that OSHA, so the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, had updated some guidance and said that. You know, for most employers, uh, or most employers no longer need to take steps to protect their work workers from COVID exposure in any workplace or well-defined portions of a workplace where all employees are fully vaccinated. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Now, I feel like the biggest piece of that is fully vaccinated. And I am pretty impressed, not impressed, I'm pretty happy 
with some parts of the United States level of vaccinations. But if you look at some other areas, there's still places where the adults are trending at 50% or less fully vaccinated. So I feel like this guidance is going to be better in places where people have actually taken the vaccine. But I think it's really exciting that, you know, things are really inching back to normal. This is something that excites me. And I was I was getting ready to start talking about something else. But Mick, what are your thoughts? Uh, it, it's a great article. And it is it's a conversation worth having because mm-hmm. I didn't completely cut myself off from the outside world like you did. And I don't mean <laughs> that as a joke. I've been consistent in saying that, I mean, you did your due diligence I rarely went out. And as a matter of fact, I'm having a harder time transitioning and going out more frequently. Mm -hmm. But a big part of it is just being so busy at work. I'm outside of my house more because I have a very energetic two-year-old puppy (laughs) that she requires a minimum of two one-mile-plus walks a day. But I'm I'm not getting in my car. I'm not going anywhere. And it's, but that's a different topic, and we'll see if we have any post-traumatic COVID conversations. Sure. But my thing with this is, it's just still weird because I'll when I do I'm going to the gas station or whatever, it's gone from to not see anyone wearing masks still freaks me out. And I have had a candidate who had to withdraw from the hiring process in the last seven days because they tested positive for COVID. So my whole thing is knowing that there are people out there who are not vaccinated, who could be non-symptomatic and things like that. that, Even for myself being vaccinated, it's fine. But when we go onto a topic like the employers and are you going to ask if they're, are you going to make a proof if they've gone through the vaccinations? That's where, that's the only place where I think this all gets really weird. So I'm going to let you take the lead back and I I need to kind of process it. That's and that's what OSHA's guidance said that like where all employees are fully vaccinated, which I feel like, depending on your workplace, that might be difficult. I feel like we'd be hard pressed to find a whole company where it's a hundred percent vaccinated, unless you know you're a very small company, maybe in a more liberal part of the United States. Uh, but I feel, you know, and I, I'm not trying to get the, make this turn this political, but I was looking at some numbers earlier today. I can't remember where I was looking at them but on our website. And basically, like more blue states were heavily vaccinated than red states. And it was based on, you know, the, the latest election. But this is going to be dependent upon where you are. Now, I will say I'm in a state that has, um, you know, opened up pretty much. And the guidelines are, if you are fully vaccinated, you can go without a mask. And if you are not vaccinated, the the, uh, guidelines are to be masked up. So in my office, now now I will say my office is not, we're not 100% returned. It's still optional. You can work remotely. Continuing on, because let's get real, we're still in a pandemic. It's not over yet, people. It is not over yet. It's not endemic. It will never be zero. COVID will never go away, but it eventually it will be endemic. But we're still in an active pandemic. So those who all do work in uh, the office can be maskless if they're fully vaccinated. If you're not, 
it's recommended to follow state guidelines uh, to be masked up. But I, I feel like people are getting more and more comfortable. Again, if you're fully if you're fully vaccinated, you've got I, I'd, I'd like to say you've got that a little bit of a, a, a sigh of relief. Uh, there's never going to be zero risk, but I, I feel like it, it's uh, as more and more people get vaccinated and the spread is less and less. It's uh, people are going to be more comfortable without their masks and being around other, other people. Yeah, so I've got a couple things. So the first thing about this article on the dive brief section, most employers, quote unquote, no longer need to take steps to protect their workers from COVID-19 exposure in any workplace or well-defined portion of a workplace where all employees are fully vaccinated. Mm -hmm. So it's basically, it's like, I'm with you. It's like, we don't want to politicize it but it politicizes itself. So instead of having a a subtopic that would be a whole episode, I'd love to get some of our listeners to share, Mm -hmm. you know, what's been, what they've seen out there, because I am not in an office setting. I work with people in office settings and I'll get a little bit, but I don't really ask about it too much because when you're making small talk or or talk, it's not something I really want to discuss because everyone has their opinion and their opinion is right. So I guess I like the article. I like the fact that we're trying to get things back to normal, but it doesn't address the, the, the big obstacle. The big obstacle is how do you get your people all vaccinated? And this, yeah. this, here's something I've got for you to think about, Hannah. I really have only heard one good excuse or what mm-hmm. I would consider logical excuse not to get vaccinated and it's because just solely the lack of data because this is also new mm, but the i disagree with that hearing, don't you dare before i say it okay. is <laughs> a lot of people in their 20s are saying i don't want to get vaccinated yet because i haven't seen anything reported on what it can do to my future child's health and my pregnancy and I swear I had an argument for everyone and someone said that to me and I looked right at him and I'm like, I'd have to look into that. I, I don't know any I would data. Tell them to, go, to go speak to their physician, speak to their gynecologist or, you know, if it's a. If... This was a nurse. So mm-hmm. that's all I'm going to say about that. So mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm not going to speak. Understand. And that's somebody who works in the medical world. But I would still say have a have a discussion with your physician. And, and that's because I don't think I'm not the right person. I'm not. I should not be the person you talk to about vaccinations. I'm not a doctor. I did not go to medical school. I'm not the right person. I, but I do tell people who want to talk about it, speak with your physician. Don't go off a stupid shit on the internet. Yeah, don't. Don't go off a YouTube video. We're a source on the internet, so don't don't use the the internet. internet is terrible. And I would say it's not new technology. This is technology that's been... They've been working on this, this, the mRNA, I think is what it's called. I can't remember. I'm I'm getting, I know I'm getting letters wrong, but they've been working on that for at least a decade. And of course, like the COVID pieces of it, that's the new part. But I don't, saying it's completely untested is, is wrong. But again, I tell people I'm not. Again, you're, you're, stop because we're going to end up debating because the main, the, the process is what's been in the works for a while. The going off the proteins versus the virus. At the same time, you got to talk about being tested and how it reacts to each specific thing it inter- interacts with. So it's my whole reason for saying that it's the first time I 
would call a quote unquote logical excuse is just because I simply said what you did. I'm not a doctor. You probably already know more about it than me. So I can't tell you you're wrong, but I also can't. Yeah, I don't. At this point, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider it a logical excuse, but I would tell them to have a discussion with their physician because I feel like there's so much misinformation out there. And the ease of getting to this misinformation because of the Internet makes it really, I think, to me, it's just a little crazy that people people will take this misinformation and believe it. So that's why I say talk to your 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 physician. This is somebody who who studies, has studied, knows medicine, knows the human body, all of that, have have discussions and get, you know, get a second opinion, especially if that's something they're really concerned about. Get a second opinion, get a third opinion, but go speak to an expert and don't trust random sites. So back to my point, though, Mm -hmm. that being one of the most vital parts of our workforce is that demographic in the mid 20s to early 30s, whether we can get more information or find out, that's one of the biggest challenges to getting your entire team vaccinated. It's that, that segment. So that's where... We've got to see data get released and help us, you know, arm ourselves with information, like you said, proven facts. And that's where we've got to really, you know, determine where what are going to be the sources of this information for us to inform our teams with real data so we can get them not to get their their info from the Internet and happy hour, you know, on Friday night and with their friends. We need. We need to get data and get in front of them as soon as we can get it. I mean, I you know I, I definitely don't don't disagree with that, but I think you know, it's it's exciting the the news the the numbers. I I know that as the numbers stay low, it feels great. I mean, and and let's get real. I mean, it's it's still like I said earlier, it's still a pandemic. There's still that Delta variant that seems to be spreading across the U.S. and so there are still risks involved with COVID something that I know that I think about, uh, but I certainly, I, you know, I just hope people have the discussions and, and have the discussion, the important discussions and get vaccinated because the quicker people get vaccinated, the quicker we can truly get back to normal. Was there like anything dine- else in the article that you wanted to highlight or is there anything you didn't agree with it, et cetera? Well, um, no, because they talk about encouraging employers to grant pay time off for vaccinations. And I think that's great because I, I think another thing is I'm sh- I know and I can't I can't give you any numbers, but I, I've, re- I've read about people who, who want to get vaccinated that haven't been able to just yet, which, you know, again, I feel like if you have a crazy work schedule or you know you're not able to get that time off of work it can be difficult so i certainly think that as that employers should remove any barriers uh for their employees to get vaccinated if if the if the you know roadblocks are purely work related like if you can't get the time off of work to get vaccinated help your employees out and get that done i think that's a really important piece and you and i are both you know, we both work in pretty flexible work environments, so we forget, or at least I do, but we forget what it's like to be in a work environment where it's very, very structured and you can't just say, hey, I'm going to take the afternoon to go get my vaccination or I'll be right back. You have to find coverage for your shift. And, and if you're an hourly worker, you're not getting paid for that time. And that could throw a wrench into your life. So 
let's, you know, again, let's be good to each other. <laughs> let's be. You know, you, I'm actually, I, you giggle, but I, I, what I was leaning into my mic, right, as you said that, because one of the things I think I've seen just kind of uh, all, all the buildup and, and just the stress and the extra work, every, you know, this is this pandemic is created in HR departments. It's I've seen people starting to struggle with the empathy piece just because they're exhausted. It's not sure. a judgment. So this is the time to start saying, hey, remember, some people are on a very rigid schedule mm -hmm. and there's, you know, in the now kids are going back in school and there's all these pieces that just because you're like, oh, come on, you only work these many hours and you have this long for lunch and you should be able to get that done. I can't believe you haven't done it yet. You've got to still stay in the positive, empathetic, supportive side mm -hmm. to get the help these people that want to do the right thing, get it done. And I do know a lot of people are tired and just it's been a tough more than a year, right? Everyone thought yeah. this was going to be a year or less. First, we thought it was going to be, what was it, so many weeks. And so the <laughs> no. whole, I mean, we've got old podcast no. episodes that I'm the one going, that'll ah, be fine. So my <laughs> whole thing is, everyone's just tired. I know I keep saying it that way, yeah. but that's what it is. So we've got to push ourselves and motivate ourselves to smile and empathize even if you know the person could have gotten it done, don't just let's empathize, let's positively support them and let's help like Hannah has done for the last 16 months, let's help be part of the solution. Let's do the right thing. And we've got to remember that though, because I've caught uh, myself in conversations and I've listened to friends at work. I'm like, hey, and they're like, oh, you're right. The eye rolls and the come on and the, we've got to get out of that and it's hard. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think that that's a really great point. And let's remove barriers, make it easy for your employees to get vaccinated because, you know, it might be something that's super important to them and they just haven't had the opportunity. And I think, you know, it's easy once you get it, it's easy to think, you know, because I, it was easy for me, it should be easy for everyone, but that's not the case. Uh, you know, different people live in different areas where maybe access to vaccines might be more limited or appointments are limited or whatever it might be. So let's do the right thing. Let's help be a part of, of the solution. And, you know, just be be a great place to work because this will be my segue. <laughs> Should I segue, Mick? No, because we're going to segue oh. to something differently, actually. Okay. So to, another thing, because I do have a little add to this. I did, once again, we're going into a COVID support mode. Our little, it wasn't even a disagreement, but I was talking about earlier about like, you, you're the best thing. I love that you said, consult your physician, get the facts. It's important. This is something that it's still important for us to A, keep ourselves informed because the, the stories of the variances and, and we have, like you said, social media has been skewing the COVID updates and information to their political agenda. So it's up to us to stay updated on what is going on with things like variances and if there's any spikes anywhere, because if you don't want someone coming into work with partial information and almost causing a, a mini panic, which believe it or not, still possible, but be a provider of links and sources. Don't try to interpret the data yourself. 
you can be misinterpreted for the agenda of the person you're explaining it to. And this is still a sketchy topic, which I think is silly, but it is. Be an empathetic person. Yeah. Be a good human being. Provide sources of the, the facts. And Hannah, what's your catchphrase? Put the human back into human resources. <laughs> Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.